Konnichiwa, James. <laughs> See, that's amazing because it's like, yeah, I, you know, you're just you're just trying to wind me up. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> it's so easy just to yeah. like purposely like pretend that I don't know the difference between Japan and China, <laughs> and then watch you have a meltdown over it. It's brilliant. See, the thing is, is you should have called me maybe about a week ago or two weeks ago, would be even better. And yeah, I was I'd have been more raging actually. Why I'd have been. Well, because we were still there, and <laughs> now we've been now we've been back for a week, so I've actually calmed down quite a lot. So it's uh, yeah, it's quite good. So your break wasn't uh, wasn't a, a pleasant one then? Uh, fucking awful. It was. <laughs> Why? Uh, well, the thing is, is it was probably. Uh, see, the thing is, it's hard to know where to start. I mean, it was probably it was probably the worst experience I've had actually in China. I think. <laughs> what is that? What? Like, well, as in, it's probably the worst like worst like holiday in inverted commas I've ever had. It was um it was really bad. But the thing is, it's really difficult to know what to say because I can't really say much without angering people. So I'm not. <laughs> do, what, do you think that the whole of China are going to listen to this? No, no, no. Like family, you know. Oh, so, oh I see. So, <laughs> so I don't really want to say too much, but it was uh, yeah, too hot. It was over forty degrees most of the time. Jesus, that was that was a fun. No space, like where we were living, there was no space. I won't go into that too much. Prices have gone up. Everything's really expensive now, really? which is yeah, like more. Like we went to like a couple of restaurants, and it was like it was the same as the UK, like the like the like the prices, and yeah, yeah. which is kind of ridiculous because um, why has that happened? It's inflation. Like prices have gone up, but salaries haven't, and it's like. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you only notice if it's like if you've been out of the country, you haven't, you know, you you come back and you suddenly everything's a lot more expensive. But if you're there gradually over time, you don't notice so much. The, and and, so, and you yeah. were over there when there was that that great uh, uh, disaster, weren't you? So that yeah, there was the explosion as well. Yeah, and it, I, I mean, some of the stuff you were telling me, I mean, uh, you know, about the government sort of blatantly covering shit up and that. It's yeah, uh, oh, man, I I I don't know why you're obsessed with that place. Because it's, it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. It's, uh, you know, especially like the cover up stuff, because it's like, it's like the other day, you, do you know, like how the, the Chinese stock market and everything's like crashed? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Badly. And they're censoring information about that now. And it's like, it's like everyone knows it's crashed, but like the major like media outlets are just like not covering it. Because it's just... it's like, it sounds like Blackpool Football Club. Where um, the place is clearly falling to pieces, but the owners are like, "No, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. We're still aiming for promotion." Yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's just you know, just yeah, not so good. I don't know. Every time you just talk to me about this place, it just makes me more and more angry. You're turning me into some sort of weird racist. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like I'm just like fuck that place and fuck everyone that defends it. Like, see, that? this is the thing. I really, do you know, if I was rich, I really want to take you there because I just, <laughs> I just love to take you there for like a couple of weeks and just let you see what it's like because I think you'd love it. I think you'd find Why it amazing. <laughs> I really think I just can't Im- I just can't imagine what it'd be like you know just like walking around and you like just saying like what's that go- what's that happening what's that happening over there for and just like it'd be it'd be great yeah 
Yeah, what no, I, I, I can think of uh, places that I'd rather be, to be quite honest with you. Um, uh, but I don't know. I, it is fascinating, but in the in the worst way. I suppose yeah. that's the best way of putting well, it. It's like because that's the thing. Because you know, you know, like what what my personality is like. You know, I love like chaos and like things <laughs> failing and stuff like that. And it's like <laughs> so it's it's kind of like it's interesting. That's why I like it. You know, like... I love chaos. <laughs> Joe, you're one of those people, like one of those rare friends of mine, where if you did, did something like absolutely horrific. Like, I'd probably go, yeah, no, it sounds like James. <laughs> I'm not going to turn around and say, yeah, he was just a normal average guy. I don't get why he did this thing. I'd be like, yeah, no, James is capable of this. <laughs> I mean, you just had to look at terribly you, unfair, the, but, you choices, know, a... the choices you made in The Walking Dead. <laughs> Most other people made similar choices, David. There you go, it's... grieving father. Here's a gun to shoot your child <laughs> while I watch. I didn't want him to put him through the pain of, like, you know, doing it again. Oh, it's the whole thing. So <laughs> it's the whole thing. That whole episode of your life. Yeah. <clears throat> the worst bit, though, about the whole thing was that we, we didn't get to go anywhere. Um, like, cause we were going to go to some other places <coughs> in the mm. place. And we, we had everything planned, everything sorted out. And we were going with one of Chen's cousins. But then on the day, bef- like, the day we were supposed to go, we got a phone call at, like, 5 a.m. saying he got chicken pox. And see, this, this was bad. Okay. I felt sorry for him, obviously. But the worst thing about this was he'd been playing with the kids Ooh, and yeah. like Asher hadn't had it. And we were like really worried because it's like, it's two weeks is like the, um, the time for, you know, the, until it start the symptoms start to yeah. appear. And it was two weeks to that day when we were supposed to be flying back. And I was like, that will be like the icing on the cake is if we can't fly back. You know, it's like we can't leave because we, because, because the kids are sick. But fortunately, they're okay. So not yeah. only that, you said that the uh, well, the hospitals out there are just absolutely horrific. So it's yeah, like... it was, yeah, it was that would have been awful as well. It's like it's not so good. It's like you know, I could tell you, like one of my friends over there was in hospital while I was there, and I went to go and see him. And there was this whole thing where he was having some uh, surgery for his liver, like being sorted out because it's not very good. And before he was doing it, the doctors told him he had to get other people to donate blood for him. You see. And what, what? yeah, exactly. And he was like, what? And he was like, well, you've got to get two friends to come and donate like a certain amount of blood before we can do the operation or you'll have to pay more money. And uh, yeah, so this was like a whole other thing. It turns out it's they're bartering. They're, they're actually bartering with people's lives. Like, well, no, it's, it's, it's because the blood stocks are really low at the moment. And it turns out that, well, okay, this is one of the possible reasons for the blood stocks being low is because it turns out there was a middle like there was a company that where like you could go and donate blood and people were going there and donating the blood for free but then the company was then selling the blood to the hospitals you know like because they were like saying oh it's an administrative fee etc and then everyone was like hang on hang on you're literally taking my blood and selling it (laughs) (laughs) so so loads of people were like we're not going to do that anymore so then yeah hence the uh the low down but But i read that there was a big there was a big drive to uh, of chinese people giving blood after the the yeah yeah, after after tianjin yeah there was the yeah there was the whole loads of people giving blood you know as which is a good thing but um this is before and it's funny because my friend he came out of hospital and like he came out of the surgery and he was white as a sheet like really 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 white and i just said i wouldn't be surprised if they took more from you, you know, because they were like, <laughs> you know, because they were like selling it or whatever. But um, yeah, it was, it was kind of. God, you shouldn't laugh really. It's absolutely yeah, <laughs> shocking behaviour. It was, yeah, it was really, really terrible. But uh, yeah, so that wasn't good. And also, I mean, so we couldn't go anywhere. 
we had the kids with the jet lag and not accepting being in China as well, which wasn't so good. What do you mean not accepting being in China? Well, it's because, you know, thing is, if you go there as an adult, there's a lot of things you can just chalk up to being like, it's just different here. But, you know, kids are not so adaptable with things like that, as in, like, they just don't understand why. You know, like, the first time, like, Rachel went to the bathroom, like, went to a restroom to go to the toilet, and there wasn't a toilet in there. You know, it's like, because it's like a hole in the ground kind of thing. And she, like, she, like, walked in and she was like, where's the toilet? And it was like, <laughs> it was just like a whole thing. And then, then she wanted to go back again because she was just fascinated. She was like, how does that happen? <laughs> See, what you're saying, just, it, it, like, that sounds exactly like how I'd react to things. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, James, where's the toilet? <laughs> It should be like like a child. <laughs> so there was just lots of stuff like that, and you know, like food and you know that kind of thing. So what I've never understood with those, you know, those toilets that are like just a hole in the ground. Like, how can you have like a proper shit in one of those? I don't get it. Well, I mean, this is what everyone says. Everyone says that it's supposed to be better for you, actually. No, it's like because it's like the release is like easier or whatever. But um, you can. It's just not very comfortable. You know, yeah, it's uh, fuck that. I want to be comfortable when I'm having my poos. Yeah, well, I mean, put it this way: you're not going to be like, you're not going to sit there and like read a book or whatever. It's yeah, fuck that. Uh, ironically, I did one day, one time, I went into one restaurant and I went to the bathroom, and there was because often sometimes there's not doors on either, so like you walk in and then you're just like, oh, <laughs> the man shitting in the corner. Yeah. And there was this guy, and it was quite amazing. He was doing that. He was smoking and he was using his mobile phone at the same time. <laughs> and you just thinking that's that was that was pretty amazing. You know, it's uh, yeah. Did you just stand there clapping him? <laughs> I was like, oh sorry. Like, I don't, don't, don't want to see that. It was pretty horrible. But, um... Right, okay. I've got lots to talk to you about. Yeah. Um I've been playing a lot of games since we last spoke. Uh so I I should probably talk to you about them. Don't don't worry if you're listening to this. Uh we will get to the Dark Souls chat. There is some Dark Souls chat there, to be had. There is stuff that's happened, yeah. Um but uh yeah, right now because we haven't spoke we literally haven't spoken for a, over a month, have we? So it's um yeah. it's actually you know, I've got to tell you a couple of things. The f- first off, um Batman. I I can play play through Batman since we last spoke, and uh, my god, that game is fucking unbelievable. Um, you know me; I'm not really a, a superhero guy. Like, I don't like the superhero films, and uh, and I liked Asylum, but mm. I didn't. Did you play any of the Batman games? Yeah, I've played Asylum, but I didn't play Arkham City. City. Yeah, yeah. see, because I played Asylum and really liked it. Like, really liked it. Um, I didn't like City as much. Uh, but mainly because it, it dropped all the clever shit that Asylum does. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, the cool thing about Asylum was that Batman was slowly going mad and that was affecting the game you were playing and that I thought was really good. Um, they kind of dropped that stuff for City and I, I, I didn't really, it, it was good. Like, it was alright. I could see why people appreciated it, but it didn't have enough there to push me to the end. Like, um, what's the, oh shit, Arkham Knight is, um, is, like a return to form for me personally mm-hmm. it is so good it's so good i mean it's i'm gonna go even say it's better than asylum it's it, i i just absolutely adored my time with it you know the, the the stuff you heard about the batmobile being a bit shit it is but it's not like enough to completely ruin the game um the stuff that it does with environments and characters and stuff it's just it's just triple a from start to finish like it it does shit so seamlessly and so confidently. It's 
honestly you've got to play it when you when you get the chance like you've really got to give it a go because mm-hmm. i mean it constantly blew my mind and and um and uh i gave it back before i hundred percented it because i was boring it off a friend and um and i must admit i kind of regret doing that because I, I, it's a game that i wouldn't mind just popping into every now and then and doing a bunch of side quest stuff mm-hmm. uh so maybe i'll pick it up again at some point but yeah what a fucking video game that is so that's good um uh, I st- I'm playing through Life is Strange. Do you know much about that? Yeah, I, I nearly bought that yesterday. Oh, really? Didn't. Yeah, because oh. it's on sale at the moment. It's, is it? Um, yeah, it's like on Xbox One, it's like about 12 quid. Get it. Like, is it good, yeah? I would definitely get it. It's, it's, um, I'm halfway through episode four, which is the, the uh, penultimate episode and, and the last one they've, they've bought out. Uh, the fifth one's coming out later in the year, I think, and it's the last one. Um, it's, it's strange. <laughs> oh god that sounds awful like i actually meant that no it's it's like a it's hard to recommend i think mm-hmm. you'll genuinely like it right because uh you're a lot like me when it comes to these sort of story driven games um, yeah, and I love it is, yeah it is essentially a, a telltale game you know in pretty much every sense of the word it's got one little gaming mechanic that tries to introduce puzzles but they're all pretty straightforward and in fact actually they slow the pace down a little bit too much for my liking there's mm-hmm. a couple of like fetch quest bits where it's like can you find the eggs and bacon for breakfast and it's just like oh my god why are you making me do this um i mean they're essentially making you do this so you don't just power through it and that you actually start exploring the environments a little bit because it's essential that you do that um but oh god damn like it's it, the the first episode is pretty terrible and it's there's enough there to put you off from ever playing it again because uh, the writing is very sort of uh you know it 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 sort of plays along the same lines as Juno, the film, but without mm-hmm. the, you know, without the charm of it, if you know what I mean. Like everyone's saying, oh, that's hella cool and stuff like that. And you're going, mm-hmm. oh, come on. And it like over references things and, you know, rams things down your throat that, hey, this is set in the real world where all these cool, quirky people live. And you're just like, fuck off, man. Um, but then uh, there was a sense of it because it's set in like a s- small town America type place. Um, and it gets that feeling perfect. And that was what was making me think, hold on, there's something here. They're actually building something. Uh, so I continued. Episode two was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't spot on. Episode three was insane. Like it was mm-hmm. so good. By the end of it, I was absolutely gobsmacked. I don't know how, how people waited between episode three and episode four. Like I think there was a couple of months wait between them. I don't, I don't know how people did it. it. It would have driven me mental. Like it, it, it leaves on a cliffhanger that isn't a cliffhanger. Like it's not like a, oh no, what's going to happen? Dun, dun, dun. It, it felt like, um, the cliffhangers in, in, uh, uh, Breaking Bad, where mm-hmm. it was like at the end of it, something would happen that would make you go, holy shit, where are they going to go next? It's not, holy shit, what's going to happen to them now? How are they going to get out of this? It's like, holy shit, where that changes everything. Where are they going to go next? Uh, And that is, that's a really, really special feeling. Um, Yeah, it's interesting. I I recommend it, but with reservations, uh, especially saying if you're going to buy it, Stick with it till episode three because I, you know, no one would blame you if you turned off after episode one and went fuck this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, very very good. Uh, I, I've been enjoying that. And the, uh, the last one I've been playing is Mario Maker, um, 
which is uh, so much better than I thought it would be. It's unbelievable. Uh, like, I, I don't see it as like a, a, a game changer or, or you know, something that I'm going to be playing forever. But what it does, it does exceptionally well. And it's it's just got some it's got some beautiful touches in there to absolutely like that, that smack you in the face. The problem is a lot of it's being spoiled. A lot of people uploading stuff to YouTube and spoiling things. And I just kind of think that's a shame because the first time I played Mario Maker, I thought it was a Mario, you know, it was a game where people create Mario levels. But it's not really that. It's just full of surprises. Like mm-hmm. y- y- you'll be p- playing a level that looks like you know world one one like uh, there's a there's a uh nintendo level how do i do this without fucking spoiling it yeah can you not don't say too much because i'm i'm getting it it's like i bought it like a while ago but it yeah, obviously hasn't turned up yet i don't yet. really want to I, I don't really know much about it no yeah like... keep off of youtube don't watch any videos or anything um uh but there's just a lot of stuff that you just wouldn't expect to happen uh, and a lot of stuff that you wouldn't expect Nintendo to let happen, which mm-hmm. is very clever. Like, um, there's, there's a, 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 an option where that there's like a, a, a button where you can record your own sound effects and stuff like that, which you just, really? yes. That's, that's... So you, you kind of think, what, how could Nintendo let that happen? Because I can literally make a level where Goombas come out of their pipes shouting cunt. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's. It, I'm just thinking like using porn sounds or yeah, you know, all that sort of stuff. stuff. Yeah. The thing is, I don't think I've I've not unlocked that yet. Um, you unlock stuff daily as opposed to by doing stuff. Uh, you can unlock stuff by doing. You can unlock, unlock these things called masks, which I won't uh ruin for you. But you can unlock, unlock them with amiibos or by playing uh, other people's levels and stuff. Um, but. But I don't think, like, obviously with the sound effects, I don't think you can upload levels with those sound effects, which makes oh. sense. So you can only play them lo- locally. It makes absolute sense, James. I, like, yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's a shame, but you can totally, totally get it. Um, one of my favourite touches is that you're not allowed to um, upload a level unless you complete it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. So, um, so if you look at a level that's a- looks absolutely impossible, you're actually like. There is a way of completing it because the creator completed it. And I created one that was like really very hard. Um, and then it said, okay, you've got to play it before you upload it. So, and I was getting frustrated with my own level. And I thought <laughs> that's when you go, yeah, brilliant. Excellent. That is a great little thing to make people do because mm-hmm. I was getting pissed off with myself. Like, oh, why did I put that there? Fuck's sake. <laughs> it's very clever. Very, See, very I've clever. seen, I've seen one video which really impressed me. And it was one of the reasons why I wanted to get it where some guy, he just said, okay, Nintendo aren't making Metroid games anymore, or at least not good ones. So I'm going to make my own one in this game. And what he did was he, because you know like how Metroid games work, where it's like you yeah. have like an area you can't get past because you need something from another area that you yeah, then yeah. go and get it. Yeah. So he did the whole, he did that, and it was like like he he designed it so there was like certain areas you needed like uh, certain power ups to be able to get through and everything. Yeah, yeah. And he was and he was like it 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 worked really really well. I mean the big problem with it was was that um it's like the five minute time limit. You know, so he was like, that's the problem with this. Like, you can't, you know, he, he wanted it to be much, you know, much more detailed and everything. But um, it worked really well. It looked really cool. It's, that's that's cool. the kind of thing that was interesting. It's like, you know, making like your own, like, you know, design like that is... is yeah, some of the, the ideas that come out are, are really funny. Uh, have you seen the Winners Don't Do Shrooms? No. There's one where, um, yeah, it's called Winners Don't Do Shrooms. And um, basically, you can't 
get past a certain bit of the map because it's only for little Mario and mm-hmm. there's no way to like get hit. But the the level is just completely flooded with flying mushrooms. So you've got to try and avoid these mushrooms and uh, and get to the end without becoming like Super Mario. Uh, otherwise, you you know you you get stuck. And mm-hmm. I just I just thought it was a neat little idea, like a little twist on the game and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean it's better than I ever expected it to be, uh, and it's better than it even needs to be. Do you know what I mean? It's got it's got stuff there that you wouldn't uh, like like that you would. If they if they said this wasn't in the game, you would completely accept it. You wouldn't question it. But uh, the the fact that it's there and there's all these bits and pieces to fuck around with is just and the, and the creation tool is just so simple. It's wonderful. And the more you experiment with it, the more you get out of it. Like I I didn't even think to add a mushroom to an enemy, but when you do that, it makes them massive, and mm-hmm. you just go, yeah, well, of course <laughs> it does, and that's brilliant. Uh, just stupid little shit like that. Um, yeah, like having cannons and, you know, you put, you know, the cannons from, uh, Mario games. You just like whack coins in them and they just blast out coins instead of bullets, yeah. stuff like that. It's just all very clever, very well done, as you would expect. How, how do you think it's going to do? Do you think it's going to be popular? I think it's going to do really well. Yeah, I think, I think there's going to be a lot of chatter about it. I mean, there's already chatter about certain levels all over Twitter and, uh, forums and stuff. But um, you've, you've played Little Big Planet, yeah? Yeah, so I play how, a lot of Little Big Planet. So how would you compare? I this is much much better. This is m- so much better than Little Big Planet. I I I'm not a fan of Little Big Planet at all. I I, I thought the controls were floaty. Like I, I I just didn't like the setup. I thought the um although the creation tool was better in Little Big Planet in terms of scope, in terms of what you can do with it. Um, it was too complicated and not fun to create levels. So it was like, kind of like, oh, it was a bit of a slog. Whereas here it is a piece of piss. And all right, you haven't got the scope. You can't create these insanely complex levels because you've, you've got to keep within certain rule sets. Um, it's simple enough to actually fuck around with and create something for your friends. Um, also finding, finding, um, New levels to play is a lot more fun in this because it's all like there's leaderboards and you can sort it from, you know, uh, most recent to uh, to most starred. Like after you complete a level, you can give it a star and, you know, that, that sort of puts people up the leaderboards and it fl- elevates all the good stuff to the top. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's brilliant. The only problem is when the game comes out, all these levels that have been made are being wiped out. Really? So, yeah, so all the cool shit you've seen, you, you won't get to play because uh, they're, they're starting afresh when they're... When the game's finally out, okay, uh, kind of makes sense, but it's also kind of yeah, kind of annoying, it does. Really. I, I do, yeah, yeah, I kind of get it, and uh, but, but I'm excited for when it comes out because I'd love to see some of the ideas that come out of this. I, ju- I just think there'll be some really good ones. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, excited, very impressed as well, very impressed. That's good. I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it turning up because um, yeah, it was pretty cheap as well, which is good. Yeah, how much yeah. is it? Um, I paid, I think it was like 25 quid, like pre-order, which, you know, I thought, I mean, that's, that's it, good. It, it, for that price, it's incredible. I think for 40 quid, there, there would be a bit of a, you know, is this worth the money? Um, because it is just Mario levels. Do you know what I mean? There's no, yeah. and, and, and the problem with these games, these, that these games will always have is that there's no overall goal. Mm-hmm. Do you know, when you're playing a Mario level, you're you're working towards a goal. Uh, you know, be that collecting s- special stars or progressing uh, along the you know 
Yeah. Well, it'd be a bit like Microsoft releasing like Halo with just Forge mode. You know, like that's that's it. You know, just like just designing levels is your, kind of your yeah. Thing. I mean, it, I kind of it, this is more fun than that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, you know, it. I wouldn't say it's as cut and dry as you know, just a, a simple level creator in a in a, like a normal game, but um, but yeah, because it hasn't got that overall goal. I, I do kind of think that maybe I don't know. I mean, just if, if it's twenty five quid, man, that's fucking insane, and it, mm. it's it's well worth it, and you'll have a lot of fun with it. Uh, and I can't see wait to see what you create, you know. See, this has been one of the one of the plus things about. Okay, this sounds terrible. One of the plus things about the like the death of the Wii U really is that games when they come out, you can get them really cheaply. Like there's yeah, quite yeah. a lot of stuff. I mean, I got Splatoon like today. Like I bought that. I've How ordered much did it. you pay for that? Because I was thinking that, about getting that. That I paid £17 for. Wow. And that's like, you know, for that, that's not bad. That's really not bad at all. And it's like worth a go for that, you know, so, um, yeah. yeah. It's still got a player base as well, by the sound yeah, of it. Yeah, it's, so. it sounds like a lot of people are still playing it. So, yeah, it's definitely worth a try. But, so, yeah, so this is one of the good things. It's a bit like when the Dreamcast died, it was the same thing. Everything was dirt cheap. <laughs> and so, it was yeah. HD DVD. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, well, I'd, I'd I, I like what I play of the... Uh, oh, I didn't tell you, did I? I, I put on Mario Kart for the first time in God knows how long. Uh, this morning, I think it was. Yeah. And, you know, and, uh, I played that yesterday. It's still amazing. And it looks fantastic. Well, Harry absolutely fucking lost his shit. Because mm-hmm. he, he doesn't remember it. Because I only really played it when he was a, like a small baby or whatever. But he was just like, what the fuck? Yoshi and Cars... Yeah, like, this is like my two favourite things in the world, like just coming together. Like, yeah, he, abs- he absolutely loves Yoshi because I've been playing a lot of Yoshi Woolly World, and um, it was like when he saw Yoshi was on the screen, he was like, "What? But this? Why is he in this? Like, I don't. Yeah. This is this is batshit. What? What is that dude doing there? Like, <laughs> it was just really nice to see. Like, he was I, I, well into I had it. a really similar thing because this morning I did the same thing, and Asher was actually sitting in another part of the room playing on an iPad. And then it started up, and he just threw the iPad down and just came running over to the TV to watch. And I was like, that's, that's really nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, uh, this is quality. That iPad is not. You know, as in like, the yeah. games he was playing. They, they, so, well, yeah. iPad is getting it, I assume. <laughs> Not in the way <laughs> Nintendo are going. But like, um, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's just really nice to see that Nintendo have still got that magic to absolutely, like, fascinate. The youth. Yeah, well, yeah. definitely, because, like, I mean, at the moment, Rachel's obsessed with Animal Crossing. Like, she's been playing that. Oh, it's, yeah. um, yeah, she's, she's really into it. I mean, she can't even read, like, cause she's, you know, she can't, she can read, but not a lot yet. Yeah, and, yeah. but she can still get her way around because of the way it's designed. And she just spends ages just, like, designing dresses and stuff like that and, like, shirts and things and just loves it. It's, um, it's really nice, you know, like, she keeps coming up to me and saying, can I have the small Wii U? And no, the 3ds. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> do you do you have to correct her? I, I do correct her every it. single time. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's like, like, I, like I think you'll find it's think called you'll find the, it's a 3DS. New, the new yeah. 3ds. I believe yeah. they're they're referring it to it as. And uh, yeah, what weird console that is. Yeah. It's, right. Uh, uh, okay. Have you? Did you have anything games related? Yeah, to this? I do, but very briefly because I didn't play a lot. Um, I played Nintendo Pocket Football Club while I was away. Do you remember that? Yeah, everyone's raving about that, but it, it, yeah, it's, um, it's it's a bit it's it's rubbish. It's um well, <laughs> okay, it's it starts off okay, but then it becomes really repetitive and boring, and I deleted it. 
because I was like, this is, this, it's just not fun. You know, it's just really not, it's, you know, in the beginning, it's kind of interesting, but it, it just, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, it's the fact, you know, do you get that thing? I don't know if you do, where it's like, if you play a football game, it's really hard to feel immersed if it's not like real stuff. Oh, I mean? oh like, absolutely. I, I, that's, that's one of my biggest problems with, uh, uh, Pro Evo. Like, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I, I don't know if you played the demo yet, but the new Pro Evo is incredible. But there's still that side of me going. I don't know if I could play as London Blue. <laughs> exactly, and it's and that's how like Nintendo Pocket Football Club is. Is the whole thing's like that? It's all just like made up names, and it's it's like it's hard to care. You know, it, that's the problem. You just don't feel like there's a connection between you and the players so much, and you know, it's it's not so fun. If it's done right, I think it could work. Because one of the things I do like about Pez is Master League mode, starting mm-hmm. with like unknown people. And then you start to build your own like sort of fake relationships in your head about these players that are on the pitch, and that's mainly done because you don't know them in real life. And you know, so I get that there's a place for it, but only when it's done right. Otherwise, it's just you know, it's just a fucking mess. Yeah, but this this whole game is it's just it's a numbers game. You know, it's all about just because you don't actually play the games, you just watch them. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and it's it's just a bit boring. You know, it's it's not very fun, and it um, is all about the numbers. You know, have Nintendo ever got football right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, I'm sure somebody's going to say Mario Super Strikers or whatever, oh, but no, it's not. It's not football. Stupid. You know, it's, it's not football. No, but like, I, I, yeah, it's weird. It's just one side of gaming they've never been able to do. Unless That's I'm missing something. I, I probably am, but I can't remember them ever getting football right. So there was that. Then I finished the Phoenix Wright trilogy, you know, the re-release yeah, on yeah. 3DS. Still amazing. Although the second game is the low point in the series, it's not that great. But the the third one is brilliant still. So that's what still did great. The second game introduce? Um, it introduced the. I think no, hang on. Was the Cyclops in the first game as well? I can't remember. I don't think what's, they were. What's the Cyclops? You know the the Cyclops. You know the things where you have to like. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. Use the stone to um to like break the uh, the locks on. I think that was in the no. Second that was game. definitely the second game. Yeah, I'm pretty. It's I'm just, pretty sure. the problem with the second game is it's just the stories aren't very good. Yeah, they're not very interesting. And that's, um, you know, the characters aren't really that interesting. So, you know, but the third game, much, much better. It was, uh, because the other one, it just felt like the stories were really drawn out. Like they just went on far too long. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just just not really fun. But the third game, still brilliant. And then I was going to play Majora's Mask, but I couldn't be bothered. And uh, that was it. Have you ever played Majora's Mask? Yeah, I finished it ages ago on uh, N64. Are you one of these people that think it's better than the Ocarina of Time? No, it's not better than Ocarina of Time, but it is very good. It's, but it's a different, it's really, really different to Ocarina of Time. Like, and it's, it's one of those games where, cause you know, it's all based on the time travel mechanic. You know, it's all like about yeah. time and about controlling time. And because of that, once, once you get to the stage in the game where you can control time like perfectly, it's a really, really good game. But in the beginning, like at, like for the first, you know, couple of hours while before you get that ability to like really do it like, you know, properly, it's not so fun. Because you just feel this constant pressure that the day's going to end, the day's going to end, and it's um, you know it takes a while to get to when it gets good, if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that's one, and that's one of the reasons I couldn't be bothered because I played it for about three hours and I was just like, uh, I'm not feeling this at the moment. I have to go back to it another time. And yeah. I missed Dark Souls. Yeah, that was the the big problem. Yeah. So we were we were always going to get there eventually. But what was it like? Because you, I mean, you left Dark Souls on such a buzz, like when you had to leave. It must have sucked to, like, suddenly not be able to play it. Yeah, I mean, that's what's kind of ridiculous about this, because I've thought about it a lot, like, while I was away. 
and just kept on wishing, like, why didn't I bring my 360 with me? Like, yeah. why didn't I do that? Because it would have been something more to do as well. And yeah, I I really missed it actually because I after doing that the Orson and Smoke, I then went off and did the you know the Return to the Undead Asylum, That's and right. I just really start to feel like I feel comfortable in the world now, like in it. You know, like after doing that, I just feel. I don't feel so scared anymore. Like playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? You just, I mean, I don't. Obviously, I don't feel like I can destroy anything, but I feel like I, I can achieve stuff now. Yeah, um, no, that's exactly so, it. That's exactly the feeling that you're supposed to feel. I think. Yeah, and so because of that, I I really started to like get into it, and I really missed it when I wasn't couldn't play it. It's been a month, which is a long time. Yeah, and then I mean, I came I came back, and I remembered you said about the painted world, like to go there next, and so I've been there and I've done that. Wow. Week. Okay, so that's this is big news. Um, so, so first of all, what did you think of the painted world? Well, I, I you see, I don't want to keep echoing stuff you say, but I did really, really like it, and partly because, like I said, my skill level feels like it's at the right level to be able to appreciate it like more. Yeah, and the level itself is really impressive, and it's like you said, it's it's got like the hallmarks of all the things that make Dark Souls great in yeah, a confined yeah. area. You know, it's got like the multiple layers, like opening up areas, you know, with shortcuts and stuff like that. And just, it, it was the exploration. I really, I really, really liked like exploring like a location which I knew was kind of like self contained. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, it felt like I could like explore the whole thing without, you know, too much yeah, fear. Without worrying about like, oh, I'm about to go into an area that I'm clearly not leveled for. You know, yeah. you, that sort of side of things is, is not in that area. Uh, yeah, it, it feels totally self-contained, and um, and also it had one of my favourite enemies so far in it as well, which, which is those one? the skeletons on with the wheels. Oh, I fucking you know? hated those things. Really, you like them? <laughs> I just thought they're really like they're just really funny. Like they just suddenly appear. Yeah, and they're, they're just like stupid, but like yeah. I just they used to kick my ass, man. I, I had a lot of trouble with those things. Yeah, they. I, I thought they were pretty funny. It's, um, but yeah, it was really nice to explore the painted world. I enjoyed that. But and also because I came up because again there was a dragon which I wasn't entirely happy about when I saw it. You know, from a distance. You know, there's yeah. like the dragon at the end. I just thought, oh, no, this is going to be awful. And so I, you know, sort of approached it. It killed me in the first the first attempt because it just sort of swiped me off the um off the uh you know, off the bridge that you're going across. Yeah, yeah. But then the second time I went back and I was like, okay. I've, wise to this this time as soon as he appeared i just started running back like across the bridge and then i ended up beating him really easily um just by standing in a location where that poison gas can't get you and shooting him with my arrows and then he died he's a piece of piss yeah yeah he's 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 not he's not hard at all um there's also i take it you went the real way through right how do you mean you went downstairs to where those spinning guys were and stuff like that yes yeah yeah, yeah th- there's like a total cheat way to g- get through uh that area that, that that's the way i took um you sort of you know i think it's like after you kill the uh undead dragon uh, mm-hmm. it leaves his torso there does it yeah and see i spent ages hitting that because i was like maybe it'll move but doesn't that's weird because yeah. if you do hit it, I think it's with a um, a right trigger attack, you know, a, uh, a built up attack. It suddenly stands up, and you you huh. can go go through its legs. It's it's really weird. It's just a really weird glitch in the game that they left in there, um, mm-hmm. and then that takes you pretty much straight to the boss. So that's what I did. Uh, so yeah, mm, I I just got really pissed off with 
losing where I was down, you know, when you go downstairs and it's yeah. those spinning things. It is, con- it is yeah. a bit confusing, like, initially. And yeah. it's, uh, but, but it was really, yeah, I just really, you know, I like the aesthetic as well of the place. And there was also that weird, those weird things with the shields. You know, the ones that are like, I don't know what, I don't know how to describe what they are. You know, the ones that are in the courtyard. Yeah. They've got like the massive spears and they oh, move yeah, really they, slowly. They were really weird, weren't they? I, I, yeah, because they're really strange because they like, they move really slowly. They can kill you, obviously, but it feels like they're a boss or something, but they're not, you know, and it's just, it's, I, you know, the whole, every time I came up against them, I just kept on wishing I had a grenade. Because I just wanted to chuck a grenade <laughs> yeah. in amongst them. Yeah, because they're know, all there in that circle, aren't they? Yeah, they're all like, just like back, to, and you can kill them all. Like they're not that difficult to kill. Like you can just pick them off one at a time. But they're just weird. You know, they like they don't fit really with the un- rest of the game. Yeah, they're really unnerving, aren't they? All of a sudden, like because there's times where I would go into that area and just not even bother attacking. Yeah, them. I, I just ran past them most but of the time. Like, I, so like I was, I was looking at something and then I turned around and they were all like around me and they, it gave me mm. this real sort of it's, uneasy feeling. That's the thing. They're just really like, yeah, they're just really unsettling. It's just because the way they move is very sort of slow, uh, but then they can sort of quickly sort of surround you. It's kind of yeah, not very. I don't. Know, I didn't like them. The, the other uh, good thing that you've you've got is um, you know because you're using the fury sword. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the enemies in that area let let off a toxic gas every time you kill them, but they don't let off that gas if you use a fire weapon. So oh, okay. yeah, that that area can be a fucking nightmare for people that haven't got a fire weapon when they enter it. Um, right, okay. Now the big question: You got to what's her face at the end? What was her name Priscilla? Was that her name Priscilla? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, God, oh, I need I need to look it up. I can't. It's against the rules. <laughs> oh, it's really embarrassing. That's going to be really embarrassing if her name's not Priscilla, because that is a really weird name to pluck out the air for an enemy in Dark Souls. Oh yeah, you got to that enemy at the end, Sharon. Do you remember her? <laughs> so it's Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you do? Well, I didn't fight her. Ah, that's interesting. I ran. Why not? Because I couldn't be bothered to be honest. Um, oh, really. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought about it. Yeah, kind of. I thought about it, and I just thought, why do I need to fight this thing? It's like it's giving me an out, and I just thought maybe there'll be a story like consequence to this as well. Like if I don't kill it, why and... do you need to fight anything? Hey, hey, how about that? I thought about that, James. <laughs> why are you there? Well, no, I just didn't. I didn't see the point because I just thought. I know you've okay. I've got the fury sword now, which you told me is going to be the thing that I'm going to use probably to the end of the game. Yeah. It's the only thing that I'm going to suggest using, yeah. But well, apart from when you go to um, uh, the uh, the catacombs, mm-hmm. you'll need to switch it up then. But yeah. So then I just thought, apart from getting souls from her, what what other benefit is there? You know, to to doing it. I well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, what, I fought her. Um, is it easy or difficult? Basically, w- w- throughout the game, you could commit sins, mm-hmm. uh, and. They're, they're things like if you attack Andre or if you do things wrong, whatever. Um, and hold on. Oh, excuse me. That was weird. Hold on. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, and see that you... that would have been a really good sound effect for Mario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, and you can uh, wash yourself of sins from the guy at the after you beat the gargoyles. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. 
basically that's considered a sin by the game. But mm-hmm. it's it, if you take her on. But if you, um, it's there's no sort of there's no um, benefit from not doing it. Yeah, the, like you, it's you won't get into trouble. It won't block anything off from you or anything like that if you attack her. Um, it's basically kind of like a moral. The only real sort of moral choice. It's like mm-hmm. you've entered this world. You've started attacking and killing everything in this world. Yeah. You know, she's basically bollocked you for that. And it's yeah. whether you continue on your murderous onslaught or not. See, I got that. Like she said, oh, like you don't belong here and all that. We're peaceful here. But that's, that's bollocks. Yeah, because as soon as I appeared there, they like, they start attacking you. Yeah. See, one of the reasons I didn't attack her was because she didn't attack me. And so I just thought, well, there's no need, you know, in this case to, to do that. Cause I remember before, like when I accidentally killed one of those, like an NPC. Yeah. And so I thought that's not good. But yeah, it's, that's not true. I was attacked by everything in there. As soon as you appear there, they attack you. Yeah, I do kind of wish that the place, like, was full of enemies that didn't attack you until you strike one of them. And then, yeah. you know, they all start attacking you. I mean, was they could have, they could have done something like that where, you know, there was some sort of reward that you could get. If you did kill something, if you see what I mean, you know, so it's like you, you're making a choice there. Are you yeah, going to yeah. kill or are you going to, you know, to get the reward or not? But yeah. Well, you get souls and stuff, but, um, uh, yeah, I don't see what you're saying. Was this the area with those weird flying things as well? Yeah. They're like, uh, like harpy kind of things that like they fly down and, yeah. Yeah, those That's things nice. were pretty unsettling too because you could see them in the distance for ages, couldn't you? Yeah. And then you, and then you watch them swoop down. It was, yeah, it was well, fucking well creepy. Um, yeah, right. So I attacked her and I'm happy that I did because I really enjoyed the battle. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was, um, it was unlike any, any other battle in, in Dark Souls really. Uh, basically she can go invisible and you've got to watch the footprints in the snow to uh-huh. find out where she is and stuff like that. And, uh, and it helped me with my confidence in the game as well because up until that point I was way overly cautious. Uh, and then uh, that was the enemy that sort of taught me that, hey, you don't always need to be overly cautious. In fact, sometimes it benefits if you go go into it really aggressively. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, I just really enjoyed that battle. Uh, and it, it felt like a good end to a really good area. So uh, I'm glad I did it, but I don't blame you for not, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I went back there as well, like later. Because oh, really? I, because I, well, I don't know where to go now, do I? Because I've been, no. I did this, and I've been waiting to talk to you so I can find out where you want me to, you know, to go next. Well, but, let's, uh, yeah. let's talk about that. I yes, where am I going? I don't really know where to send you next. Um, like I know where you can go, but like, uh, I'll tell you why I'm freaking out. The 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 next area I went to was a place called New Londo Ruins, I think. Uh-huh. Um. And the reason why I'm hesitant to take you there is that the boss is a fucking dickhead and mm-hmm. it's um, probably best that you uh, you do it once you've levelled up a bit. But at the same time, we've always followed what I did, so maybe we just do it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You mean go to, where is it? New Londo Ruins. It's, um, I vaguely remember going there before by accident once. With yeah, the, like with when the we've... ghosts in the water. I don't remember that. Okay, let's do it. Right, I was gonna, I was thinking about sending you to uh, the Duke's archives first, but um, 
no, we'll save that for later. Let's push you through the way I went, and uh, you'll probably you're probably really going to hate e- either this area, which I think the area is actually not too bad, but the the boss at the end of it is just a complete fucker. I, 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 it's just awful. It's one of the worst bosses in the game. But mm-hmm. let's do it, shall we? Right. So do you know where it is? Uh, no. Can you re- refresh my memory? It goes fire link. Sh- well, you got to do something first. First of all, you need to ascend one of your weapons. Um, what does that uh, mean? You, you need to. I, I think it, you've got to make your weapon divine or a weapon a div, uh, divine. No, you don't. No, you don't have to do that. So I'm thinking of the catacombs. I'm getting confused. What you need to do is make sure that you've got transient curse in your uh, in your inventory, and uh, make sure you've got. You know, How do I get that? You've probably picked it up. Uh, it looks like a little hand. Um, have a look. Oh, for you. yeah, that I picked up actually in the the painted world. Yeah, the, whatever. Cool. I'm so, pretty certain I saw one, because I, I was going to ask you about that, because it looks really weird. Yeah, right, basically, it's a consumable, and it runs out, it's got a time limit, okay? Mm. So you need to make sure that you've got some of that in stock. You should have, because it's pretty easy to pick up in, in uh, New Londo Ruins. Mm-hmm. When you get down there, um, uh, but basically, it's, you go to Firelink Shrine, and you know you go down that, the steps, mm-hmm. Uh and there's a lift that takes you right the way down. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, go there now. Usually you go through the uh, Drakes. Oh my god, my brain is so bad tonight. Uh, the Valley of the Drakes. Mm-hmm. You usually go from there, Valley of the Drakes, and then down to Blighttown. This time, don't do that. Look over through the water across this whole area, and there's a bunch of ghost houses. Uh, basically, you need to use that curse to take on the ghosts. If you mm-hmm. don't, then uh, then you can't kill them. Uh, so you need that that curse activated, um, and then just keep your eye on it because it will run out, and you will need to use another another consumable. Then how am I going to get more of them? Um, well, they drop them. The ghosts drop them quite oh, regularly, okay. so you should be all right. There's also a dude down there that sells them, but you'll need to find him eventually. Uh, and or. Or if you don't want to deal with that, you can go down to the depths, get cursed, and then you can kill them no problem. But then you're running on half a life, yeah, uh, and you don't want to do that, especially with this boss. So uh, I would say make sure you've got enough of these uh, curses in the inventory. Make sure you've got them equipped, and then activate them just before you start attacking. Like attacking, I think they last for about three or four minutes. So just mm-hmm. keep your eye on them, and then uh, uh, yeah, and then. Uh, trigger it again next time you need it should be alright yes this sounds really annoying I'm not looking forward to this the area's not too bad there's lots there's lots of interesting stuff down there and there's some really horrific shit um but the the yeah as I say the boss is just a fucking nightmare and I can't I'd just good luck with that is it Ornstein and Smo nightmare or no because I think it's a different level of nightmare between Ornstein and Smoke because the battle's not even fun. You know, there's oh. nothing to the battle that's fun about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you've beaten Ornstein and Smoke, you can beat these guys. It's just, it felt for me that this was the only point in the game where the, it was like a stat gate. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, you can still kill the guy at any, at any point, but like it was like, I was, the way I beat, um, basically they're called the Four Kings, right? And the way I beat them, was by standing next to him and swishing my sword. And that mm-hmm. was it. And then 
I was dying constantly. So I went off, upgraded my sword, did exactly the same thing, and then I got past them. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, great, brilliant. Uh, but yeah, that was only because I was not that good enough to avoid their their attacks. Their attacks feel too random as well. It's a, it's a mess. It's a mess. Still not the worst boss in the game, but it's it's up there. Uh, okay, cool. That's your plan. All right. That's what you so saying. Hang on. So tell me the location again. It's Yulongo Shrine. Yeah. Down down the steps where uh, that firekeeper was, uh, and then down the lift. And then I think you just you just walk out and you can look over some water and there's some pathways. Uh, your first task is to try and lower the water, so you've mm-hmm. got to find a switch to do that. Okay. And then All you right. can then you can run to the boss. There's a big shortcut as well. There's no bonfires down there, but oh, there's a big okay. shortcut that when you ring me up next time, I'll t- I'll explain to you because it's okay. impossible to explain it to you at this point. Okay. Well, I'll give it a go and uh, call you this week probably because uh, yeah. Alright, cool. I look no. forward to it, James. And that'll be good. Take Sweet. care of your bad self. Will do, will do, and you. Andrew, goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>